0: Welcome to Mysteries and Oddities of War, written, produced, and directed by your host, me, Tim Guitar. Episode 4, The Korean War, A Mysterious Conflict The Korean War started officially on June 25th, 1950 when the north korean army invaded south korea along the 38th parallel the 38th parallel is the line dividing communist north korea and the democratic republic of south korea after years of political and social pressure on the south the north sought to reunite korea under communism by force This was not at all acceptable to the democratic South. South Korea agreed some years before, like the rest of the world, that communism was dying and needed to be put to an end. The first and only concern for the South was to push communism out of Korea. The North Korean military and civilians continued to pour into South Korea and broken areas of the line at the 38th parallel these points were met with resistance to the invasion but it could not be stopped soon the communists would have their way and be able to enter at will this invasion was the first action and the official start of the cold war and the korean war Casualties began to pile up along the 38th parallel, and the armies were getting absolutely nowhere. Tensions began to rise globally as America entered its own voice of maybe possibly entering on the side of the South to help ease tensions. An armistice was attempted by the United States but failed with North Korea to avoid the conflict. If Russia, or God forbid, China, entered the fray, it would likely start World War III. This conflict was causing panic across the earth as the war continued to rage on. No one on either side was stepping forward as the aggressor after two months of bloody fighting. The body count rose still american president harry s truman announced its military support and entered the war on the side of south korea on july 27 1950. after two months and two days of literal stalemate fighting the united states felt it could help end the war quickly america was wrong and it was forced to eat its words for three years after it entered the war. North Korea had no intention of losing or giving one inch. South Korea betrayed her, after all. Whatever difference in mindset the South might have had, it belonged to the North. North Korea had its mindset on claiming its country back from the evil democratic hypocrites that it tore it away to begin with. North Korea's leader and founder in the new communist regime was Kim Il sung. Given the title in 1948, Sung led the country into a prosperous and flourishing era in quick fashion. The North had a higher standard of living and was enjoying its political success. South Korea, however, was in political and economical turmoil which actually lasted well into the 1980s. North Korea definitely had the upper hand in 1950 and was not about to let a chance at striking at the weak South pass. So, the North agreed to, quote, invade the South for its own good, unquote. The despised South were still their countrymen And needed forceful guidance by the stronger communists to the north for these unsure times after world war ii north korea was also embarrassed at the chaos in south korea it was ashamed at the south's weakness towards democracy the koreans to the north were not able to stand by and watch the country collapse in front of them with north korea The South could be reshaped and reunited into the most powerful communist powerhouse in South Asia. A 100% communist Korea, no North or South, a united communist society. America was much like the rest of the world in 1950. We had just gotten out of a battle with Germany in 1945 after the madman Adolf Hitler, hell-bent on world domination, almost broke the will of the world and of democracy. The Soviet Union had also turned its back on the United States in five short years, in the beginning of what was now also the Cold War. So any opposition to democracy in the United States was met with paranoia. Another global conflict was on everybody's mind in every society in 1950. After all, World War III could just simply start on a moment's notice. The United States Armed Forces started to ship GIs to the 38th parallel in June of 1950. The U.S. got its first stale taste of the Korean conflict on July 5th, 1950 at the Battle of Osan. A decisive North Korean victory, America lost its first battle of the war. The United States suffered 60 dead, 21 wounded, and 82 captured, 32 of which died in captivity. North Korea reported 60 dead. The first conflict involving the United States in Korea was over, and it was officially an American loss. The body count continued to balloon for the next three years. Soldiers continued to fall, with no ground being lost or gained. A stalemate. The war was becoming old and redundant for those fighting in it. And they were all sick of it. It was the worst broken record in the world and everybody was tired of hearing it. Soldiers continued to be thrown into the meat grinder. The casualty count at war's end was over 5 million. Over 10% of the casualties of the war were Korean civilians fighting as soldiers. The civilian casualty count was higher than World War II's and the war in Vietnam's combined. After the war, the two societies resumed their lives as before. One side communist, one side democratic, both sides sharing common blood. What an odd existence. The political and military unrest continues today in the Korean Peninsula. Technically, to all of the world's amazement, the Korean War is still going on. An armistice or ceasefire was declared in July of 1953. The two countries meet at the border every day and observe and record all that they see each other doing, military or not, while maintaining a peaceful guard of their side of the parallel. Each side's soldiers toe the line day in and day out, staring at one another, making notes and reporting it to their officers in command. This very spot is South Asia is one of the world's potential pressure cookers for a nuclear war to start. The North Koreans against world and military leaders advice have continued to build up their nuclear status. Sanctions and military threats have been made to the mysterious hermit kingdom to keep nuclear research and development down, but has made no advancements at all north korea continues to defy and perplex the known free world it insists upon its own way with its leaders threatening nuclear missile launches aimed mainly at the united states and its resources the cold war is over but the threat remains We must as human beings use our ability to reason and compromise to preserve life at all costs. Preserving life must be the priority regardless of cultural differences.